We live, boys. All right. Let's get it. Let's get it, y'all. This is episode two of Who's Hosting? So who is hosting? Mm. Today, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we know for a damn well that's not season. Hell no. My boy always flaking. Always got an excuse, man. Sad, sad days. Yes, sir. He didn't show up, but it's all right. We got our new, the newest member. Well, he's always been a member, but he showed up today to put in some work. Yeah, I got to show some love. You already know. The boys. One yeah, time. Vic. Boy Vic. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So what's going on? What's new? I'm just sipping on this. What is this? this uh, Weller. Weller. Yeah, that's it's smooth. Real smooth. Yeah, bro. So... What the fuck happened to your finger, bro? Your pinky, to be exact. Bro, you wouldn't believe me. It yeah. happened by a 13-year-old. <laughs> Running shit. drills with a 13-year-old. Yeah. So, like, I was right 10 minutes before I was just about to leave. I already had my bag packed and everything. I'm like, okay, I'm finna go. I already did a lot for today. So, uh, seeing these two little kids going at it, I was like, well, let me tell these kids to come in. Swing at me, try to work on my defense. So, this one kid, he just came throwing, so I was just moving out the way. And he just, I don't know, somehow his glove landed perfectly with my pinky. To the point where my pinky was turned L-shaped. Fuck. And just to clarify, it's boxing, right? That yeah, you boxing. So, yeah. so, yeah, I was... I seen that shit, I was in shock. I was like, man, what the fuck? So my first reaction was like, pop that bitch back in place. Yeah. So as soon as I seen that shit, I just put that bitch back straight. I didn't feel nothing till I got, I got probably, probably till I got to the house and took a shower. So that's probably like and, an hour after. An hour after? Fuck. You know, uh, when, when was it, when was it, Daniel, that I, that I was playing football just for one year, junior year? I... Right? It was junior year? Sophomore. Sophomore? Yeah, because junior year I got hurt. Oh, okay. So, sophomore year. Bro, my dumbass. Oh, in football? It, I had never played, like, on a team football. Just, like, street football. Mm-hmm. And so, here I am playing. And, bro, when someone came up to me, I... My, my logic was like, alright, I'm going to get ready to grab on him, but... I, Daniel, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to intervene and tell me if what I'm saying is like right or completely wrong. So like, as he was coming up to me, I like was gonna grab my hands and like kind of in a way grab um, his, the, torso. his his torso yeah. and then like his shoulder pad. But when that happened, I think like he leaned down and it kind of messed. Like I I didn't see it coming, and so he, he just like rammed my fingers in, and I and I got knocked the fuck down. And my middle finger, my and my uh, ring finger were like bent, bro, like bad, like 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 what you were saying, almost L-shape. almost L shape. And I just fucking got up off the field, and I was just holding my fingers like this the whole time, bro, trying to bend them back in. Like this one, you can kind of tell, but I have the also, middle finger. Yeah, this one, it's kind of. Let me see, or is it this? No, look, it's yeah. in my left hand, right? My left hand is the one that's this one too. Look. Do you see how this one's not that straight? It was these two that whenever I went, I went, I was going towards him. So how, do you have to be very careful when you're going up, like for a tackle against somebody? Yeah. Like, 
But that's what I'm saying. I like, guess the first thing I would guess is to impact with your body first, and then if necessary. Is that right? Yeah, you always hit your body first, and, and then, then you grab, rap, and then you rap. Yeah. See, I was trying to do it simultaneously, <laughs> so it just backfired <laughs> on me. Yes, I did like this. You like put I was your hands getting ready. Yes, and when he knocked me down, I was like, man, my fingers were. They weren't aching as much. It was like, yeah, several hours later, where like. As I was trying to force them to be straightened out, it was it was throbbing like it was just hurting really bad. Uh, yeah, that throb hurts. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't even remember that happening to you. Yeah, I remember you get it in like laid out. Was that the same thing? God damn. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Whenever I, I just I, oh, said I didn't know that, your fingers got hurt. Yeah. So you got laid out and plus your fingers well, got broken. Nah, chill. God I didn't damn. get laid out. I mean, yeah, yeah I fell down. Football was not the sport for you. Yeah, man. I fell down, but I, but that's because. I was ne- I never was trying to be like a blocker or anything like that. I was trying to be a oh, wide receiver. Yeah, 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 just catch the ball. That's yeah. it. So. <laughs> yeah, everybody got to plan till they get hit. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of crazy, and then it's crazy how, like, you don't feel nothing right at that moment until yeah. like a few hours later after the adrenaline just comes down, and you're just like, man, what the fuck? And then that pain. So then, what happened with your pinky? So that should happen, and then what? You went so, to the hospital? No, I did not go to the hospital. So I just wrapped it. I had some regular wrap. Yeah. I wrapped it. I taped it. But that whole night, which was that last night, mm-hmm. I was waking up about every hour that my shit was throbbing. Right. Yeah. So I woke up this morning. I iced it for a little bit. Then I went straight to Walgreens and I bought this little uh, brace. I mean, why would you go to see a doctor, bro? If it's not hell. I mean, bro, because as, Mex- as a Mexican, bro. yeah, bro, I'm where Mexican. the fuck do you go to to a doctor, bro? Even, look, I've seen you it know, before. I've seen it before because, yeah. like, um, my cousin, happened, the same shit happened to my cousin, but it happened to his middle finger, and uh-huh. he did the same shit. Boom! He didn't even he put that bitch back in place. He didn't go to the doctor, no bandage, no nothing. He just yeah. he went to work the next day too, but he paints. He's a painter, so you know, not too much force on his hand. Yeah, and just going back to the topic about how you know Mexicans hardly go to the ER or to the or to the see a doctor unless it's like major. Well, you know, I look. So I'm gonna give you all a story. Back when I was, uh, they gotta have no choice. That's when they go. Well, yeah. it, it was like that for me. I when it, what, this is when I was seven or eight years old. We had bunk beds in one of our bedrooms when I was living, you know, at my parents' house, and we had a fan that. The the uh the 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 blades were, it almost you could I don't know they said that they were metal, all right. Yeah, they got metal. metal yeah. Bags. So, the bunk bed you like, um the where the where the bars are at mm-hmm. to to get down you're fine like you the fan wouldn't have hit you but the on the railings like if you would have reached over you know the railings the fan would have been able to hit you and I don't know what I was doing. I reached over the railing, and the and the fan hit my hit the corner of my of my forehead, mm-hmm. and that shit split me open, bro. Like, and I I was like eight years old, and my parents I remember they like they kept on applying Water. towels oh, okay. to my head, and I had literally went through like a towel and a half <laughs> full of blood. God damn. And and like you know, my mom she went to the garage, she went she got some spider web. 
she poured, formed it into to a small ball and she stuffed it in my fucking forehead. And that shit stopped the and, bleeding, and, huh? And for the, I think it did. Yeah, it helped. It helped with it. I've seen but that before. I've never my, heard of that. My ever. parents never took me to the ER. I've heard also don't put water on an open wound either on your head. If you're okay. putting water on an open wound, a deep yeah. wound, don't do not put water because you can pass out. Oh shit! Yeah, I've heard. Well, yeah, that. I don't think they put any water, but. Bro, we didn't go to the ER room, and my shit was split wide open. It was it was crazy. No wonder your forehead looks a little bit outside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, ninth grade, that was Hurricane Ike, right? All the hurricanes like mix for me, so I don't remember exactly which. All one, right, so which what, one ninth me. grade would have been two thousand eight. Right? Yeah. I think that was nah I'm lying. I was gonna say Katrina, but that hit me. No. Wrong. Katrina, I was we were in seventh or eighth grade. So this was a hurricane Ike, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh I was playing I was playing football in the back of my neighborhood and you remember the Taurus? Yeah. Big swole ass yeah. homie. Yeah. Uh we're playing we were all like a bunch of us from our from my neighborhood, we we're playing football and and they gave him the football. He was a runner back for the football team. Mm-hmm. And I remember he was on the other team. They, they, you know, they passed him the ball and he was running for it. And everybody was running out of the way. And I went straight towards him. And we both went head on. And we both got our asses knocked down. But except he was okay. And me, I had busted my fucking eyebrow open. Like, yeah. it was a big gash. Damn. And that's why right here, it's kind of, it's not even. Also lopsided. No helmets? No helmets. Uh, no, we're playing street football. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm saying. So, we both got knocked down. And when we both got up, he was like, hey, bro, are you all right? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. And then Gil was like, man, you're fucking bleeding. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. And so, I just tilted my head up. And we were in the back of the neighborhood. So, I went walking, I don't know, like maybe six blocks down to a friend's house and I just holding my head up the whole time. I got there, and they're like, "What happened?" Yeah, I busted my my eyelid, my eyebrow open playing football. Yeah, and then they were like, stitches. "Well, I didn't get stitches." Damn. Yeah, I didn't get any stitches. So they applied some like weed uh, infused alcohol rub, mm-hmm. and so that did help with the pain. I was okay, but other than that, I just put on. Yeah, I seen that shit where they put in the yeah where they put the weed, the weed in, and yeah the alcohol. They so that's that, what, yeah they applied it to. I didn't have any pain, and then they just covered it, and I was I just went. That's the thing about Mexicans. They be coming up with some crazy <laughs> shit. Like yeah. who would have thought to put weed inside of alcohol and it's gonna help you with pain. They use that for uh, muscle sores and shit like that. Bro, they y'all do. talking about shit I've never heard of before. <laughs> You're not Mexican then. No, uh, he's just talking about general stories like that. Like we I've never heard. No, no. I'm talking oh, about the, rem- the remedies. The remedies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mexican. I've seen that shit a hundred times. Yeah. And I'm like, when I first seen that shit, I'm like, damn, you just wasting weed. Yeah, let me see. Yeah. Uh, this uh, this also happened maybe when I was nine. We're, we're in Monterrey, Mexico. Uh... We were in a ranch. I forgot whose ranch, but my brother and I, my older brother and I, were running around the ranch, and I fall down, and I'm all right, whatever. I get up, and we walk to the to this person's house that we were at. I think it was like a birthday party or get together, and I, and while, you know, I'm walking, and when I get there, and when we're we're outside chilling on the patio, somebody's like, "Hey, what's that on your leg?" And I look at my leg, and I had like a like a like a a, uh, 
uh, an oxidized nail. Damn. Like like that was you know yeah rusty rusty yeah um in my like in, in in my leg like I would say when they took it out it was maybe like a like a three inch nail yeah. and it was in two inches into my into the side of my leg. How the fuck did that happen? Yeah. I don't know. In your calf? Yeah, near my calf. So um, it was on the other right here. It was right here. Uh, like and on the outside yeah, part of your You gotta describe where, where Oh, sorry guys yeah. yeah, it was on the well, outside, on outside the... of my leg Well, if we had If we had the fucking thing recording us, Vic Maybe someone hey, could have seen I'm not, I'm, not the, I'm not the producer here we're, Who's the producer? All right, we're not uh, On the outside We're not gonna have video yeah, here, On the right? outside Chill. of my right foot The nail was two inches in And Yeah, we're I just we're, remember We're not up to that level yet huh? I remember Like my uncle's just my uncles were taking turns trying to take the nail out. I don't know if it, had, it was if if it was lodged into like my bone or whatever, but no one could take it out. Like my grown uncles, like trying to to take out the nail out of my out of my my uh, my leg. I don't I know. Somehow, like, fucking take the leg off. They the managed, leg gotta come off. No, too. so they managed to take it <laughs> off. Jam another nail in there. To get Damn. The jam two more. <laughs> yeah. So they managed to take off the nail and. I might have just like passed out from crying or something. I just remember uh, we're riding back into the city. We get dropped off at one of my aunt's house. And at this time was the nail already pulled out. The nail was already pulled out. And uh, my leg is starting to swell because of the infection because yeah. it was rusty. God right? Damn. And uh, I remember my, bro my oldest brother. It was all three of my brothers. My brother, my two brothers and myself walking for like. I think my my oldest brother said for like like three miles before we were able to get to a jewelry store where he had to pawn his chain because we had no money. Well, my aunts and uncles didn't have money, so they pawned the chain. He pawned his chain to get money, and then he had me. We went to a doctor, and I was in the I was like in a doc at the doctor's for like three days. They they kept on giving me antibiotics and stuff like that, and uh, my leg like had. Fuck! It was like swelled like to three times the size of my of my leg. Like it was just completely yeah, that, swelled. Yeah, your shit and, came off. And every day for like, I I kid you not, like maybe three weeks, two to three weeks. I every day when I was in the shower, I had to squeeze on my leg, and it was so painful to take out all the pus. Yeah. And it was just very painful, and uh, and I remember uh, we were I was I kept on squeezing it. And like a barbed wire came out of the, my leg as well. That was like three inches long. So I, the doing, nail bro? might That's have had crazy. barbed wire. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. Damn, bro. Like, bro, who was supervising you? Who was supervising you? Who was supervising you? My parents would leave us in Monterrey with just us, so just they by need ourselves, to get with our aunts and uncles. That was some <laughs> traumatizing shit. You said mm -hmm. that shit was so much pain. It was. Damn. Yeah. Um, Alright, this is the last painful story for me. I think, nah, I'm I done think with these stories, man. Yeah, we're done. Somebody I don't want to hear it. I'm just playing. <laughs> nah, go ahead. Go. So, uh, again, this is in Mon Mon Monterrey, Mexico. Monterrey. Um, so, there's hills everywhere you go, right? Because it's a, it's a city built on a mountain. Yeah. And... That shit legit beautiful. My, yeah, all my cousins were riding their bikes to my to an uncle's house mm -hmm. and i was like again seven or eight at the time and they didn't have any bikes with brakes on them 
And they, so, I'm sorry, all of them had brakes on their bikes except for this one that they didn't want to take. And I said, I want to go riding with y'all. Let me take the bike. Come on. I want to ride with y'all. So, they're like, all right, man, you can ride with us. So, we're riding. Everything's all good until it comes down to going down a steep, the steep hill, the steep street. Bro. You I couldn't can. control the fucking pedals. And I, you know how I stopped Yo, the myself? Same shit happened to me as a kid. Yeah. Bro. I ended up running into my cousin. And then I, I hit the oh, fuck out of a side rear view mirror of a car. I God. broke that shit. And then I was. I, I didn't get knocked out, but I just. I was down on the floor for a good, was for a good minute. Yeah. And I got back up and then. I think my aunt and uncle, they were behind us in the truck watching us ride the bicycle. <laughs> and then they just, they, they got my ass in the truck and I just rode the truck. Oh, wow. Damn. Oh, shit. Hurtful. Wow. So oh. those are the uh, hurt stories of Jose. In Mexico. In Mexico. In Mexico. Uh-huh. What happened to you, Vic? We're, to- we're talking about Mexico today. Fuck it. I got stories, too. I've never been to Mexico. I have a long time ago, though. <laughs> It's been a long time. I ain't really got nothing. That How old were you? I can't top. I can't top a uh, Jose's stories. <laughs> well, you yeah. never went to the doctor. That's what you're trying to tell us for yeah. that either. No, well, like I said, for that one I did because my leg was leg. yeah, because my leg was infected, like you know, with rust. Yeah, that shit could have been chopped off. Yeah. Damn, you would have had one leg right now. You would have been one a leg. nub. Would've we would have called you little nub. <laughs> <laughs> I been one leg, Josie. God damn. We would have called you Baby Nub. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, man, but shit, that's crucial. Yeah. When I was in, uh, when I was thirteen, we went to Durango, uh-huh. Mexico. Yeah. The the place where everything happens. Fucking, I was at my tia's house, and we were playing soccer, and like these are like small ass houses. Like they're like maybe eight feet tall, like from the outside. Mm-hmm. So you could literally like just step on a chair and like you jump on top of the roof of that that building. Yeah. And on the top of the building, you know how like in Mexico they have like the glass shards on the edge so you don't get on. Well, I don't know if that's everywhere, but that's so the kind of that. that's the kind of like, protection protection that you people had there. And the, it was you like people. The people. <laughs> he said you people had there. <laughs> you, what do you mean you people, Daniel? <laughs> Come on, bro. I'm that's offended. Where, that's where my family lives, bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're getting on the roof and playing soccer on the roof, and uh, man, I was like playing around close to the edge, and I like fell off, and I landed on my arm on a curb, on so it was like an eight foot drop. I yeah. fell on a curb off the roof, God and <clears throat> it just started tingling. I had never broke a bone before, and it was like my wrist hand area, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, God damn. It was hurting, so I was like, "Man, I gotta tell my mom." And I just told my mom I was playing like soccer regularly on the on the ground and shit. And uh, they were like, "Oh yeah, it looks kind of swollen. It'll be okay." We were supposed to be there for like another week and a half, and I was like, "Fuck!" They had to leave early. No, so we didn't go to the doctors. They were <laughs> they just let me have my hand messed up. They wrapped it up and shit. And like maybe it was like two days later, they're like. 
man, your hand still looks hurt and it's swollen. It was a little swollen. They're like, maybe you messed with your nerve or something. They took me to a masseuse lady and oh, she fucked it up to more. massage my yeah. hand. Bro, that was the most painful shit ever. I was like 13, bro. She was just massaging my broken wrist. <laughs> oh my but god! I didn't know it was broken until yeah. I went back home. The similar <laughs> shit happened to my brother, but on his ankle. Like he had a hair fracture on his ankle playing football, and so like. But it didn't mom, happen in Mexico though. Yeah, it didn't happen in Mexico. But um, my mom, she was like, "It's not broken," and then my brother, like, "How do you know it's not broken?" She was like, "Cause you would have been crying." He was he was taking it like a G. So for like two weeks, he still his shit was swollen. I'm talking about it was. Fat, like the size of a grapefruit. His ankle, yeah. And then, so she finally took him to the doctor. Yeah, he had a hair fracture for two weeks, though. He mm-hmm. he was just walking around limping on it for two weeks. So yeah, same thing. Week and a half with my hand, my <laughs> broken wrist in my pocket. I couldn't use <laughs> that. That's important. That's your jacking off hand. God. Then I, then I became left-handed. <laughs> so I came back, and they're like, "Yeah, you had a." I think it was a hairline fracture too. They put a cast on me and everything. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. I'm yeah, man, that's an important age. You're 13, you're jacking off a lot. So, for real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you have to do it with the opposite hand. It's not as efficient. It takes, not as efficient. takes longer. <laughs> you can't bust as fast. Bust as a must. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, though. Yeah, that's crazy how Mexicans see things. But yeah, yeah, they're like you'll be alright. You just take it to the massage lady instead of a doctor. Yeah, that's just not a good feeling either. <laughs> that is not a good feeling either. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. Who's hosting Christmas then? Christmas, I'm hosting. Oh yeah. My family. For your family. Yeah. 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 Same here. Uh, Christmas, we're hosting this year. Um, Kind of talked about it a little bit on the Lost Podcast that uh, just is, is, it feels so much better than now that I'm hosting it and letting my side of the family and my wife is inviting her side of the family definitely eases the 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 talk that we have every single year, which is whose house did we spend more time at? That's that's always the topic of discussion after we're leaving either one's house. So you got those kind of fights when mm-hmm. she's like. My side of my family is kind of small, so like, yeah, we it's just me and my brothers, but yeah, we usually spend it at her house, at her people's house. We go there every year. Yeah. Um, that's why I can't wait to get my shit. I'm once my house is built, I'm gonna be doing it at my house. Yeah, when's it gonna be done? Probably by they say by April, April 20th, mm-hmm. before 420. Okay. They Damn. said what they said what's taking longer is the shortage on the uh, HVAC systems. Really? Yeah. They said there's a shortage on HVAC systems or the delay, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. That's they said that's what's taking longer because they had it up within the first month. They they started. They put the foundation down. Then within the first week, they already had the frame. The next, the the second week, they had uh the the siding and then the roofing on the shingles basically mm-hmm. so now what's been been we've been waiting for is the HVAC system okay damn so what made you buy the house there I thought I didn't know if you were gonna live know. where you live or I wanted to live outside the bellway that's what I wanted to do 
Okay. I wanted to move away. Yeah. A little bit. Okay. Yeah, and it's uh, zone to spring ISD. Yeah, I think spring? it's spring. Spring. We're out. No, it's called Klein. 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 That's good. Klein, yeah. especially. In, yeah, they say in, Klein is a good uh, yeah, school district. Really? Yeah, it's a, it's a good school district. I'm actually ten minutes away from Daniel. Yeah, I know. He's down yeah, the street. Down the street. Yeah. He's my neighbor. So, wait, how old is your daughter? Seven. And Josie's nine? Mm-hmm. Okay. So yep. maybe they'll go to the same school one day. Oh, mm-hmm. she'll be zoned to Klein High School, and Jose's... Uh, what grade is uh, Josie in? He's in fourth. Fourth. But I'm saying, like, even in high school, he'll go. To, he'll be going to a different high school. It's no longer Klein High School. It's, uh, I don't know, I think Klein Ridge or something. I don't know. Oh, he's going to the newer one? Yeah. There's Klein Oaks, Klein Ridge, and Klein Collins. Klein Collins, yeah. Yeah. So, all are really good schools from what I hear. I mean, I think there is one of them that's like a like a B rating, mm-hmm. but all the other ones are like B plus and A's. Like, they're, they're, they're good schools. Um, yeah, yeah not that detail yet, so. Yeah. About schools or anything like that. We just have to wait and see. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Did you watch the uh, the Tyron Woodley fight? Did you watch it? Uh, yeah, I seen a uh, I seen Some that clips. just that, just the one clip. The knockout. Yeah, just the knockout. I I do not think it was staged. No, you don't think so. He because he was setting him up with that same. They say that he was setting up with that. He was setting him up with that same hezy that hesitation, which is throwing that jab to the body. And making him drop that, his, uh, his, what was it, his left hand? His left hand, that's yeah. right. They were, I mean, that's my, I don't know. I can't tell you yeah. exactly, but that's my opinion on that. Okay. I think he just knocked out a 40-year-old man. That's all I think. <laughs> I don't think so. That man's a prof- Y'all just don't like Jake a, Paul. Y'all nah. have, we gonna, for, like, we're gonna He's have a to professional start, fighter. We're gonna bro. have to give, start giving him his credit, to be honest. <laughs> whether y'all like it or not, he's gonna have to start getting his credit. Nah, because then we find out like six months later, oh, there was a no knockout contract. Or, yep. But how do you know that's even true? Because there were leaks. Okay. Well, we'll see. I want him to find a real six. fighter. Did y'all see? Did y'all see the latest from George Masvidal? Who oh, had called yeah. out Jake Paul? Oh, except yeah. he was like, "We won't come do it you. in the ring." Yeah, come to the octagon. Yeah, he's like, "Cause you can't afford me." He's like, "Y'all, y'all were giving out tickets for that fight," is what he said. Damn. This is what George Masvidal said. He's like, "Man, that fight, y'all were giving out tickets to everybody for free." Yeah, to make it look. Yeah, packed. to make it look packed. Damn, that's he's like, sad. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but you can't afford I, I want to understand that because it looked like there was a lot of uh, like TikTok people and YouTubers and all that shit. Yeah, I, I could believe that. Yeah. Uh, and as soon as Masvidal said that, I just looked up his earnings, and I mean, yeah, like he has his own tequila, I think. Uh, like he's pretty successful, and he's yeah, got I understand he's that, got but money. So that, that means he's probably getting comfortable too, because mm-hmm. comfortable is a weakness too. So. The next time somebody calls him out, I mean, you never know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I got I got a notification that Ryan Garcia is sparring again. So I know he's been out for a while. I, I think I had only seen a fight or two of his. And they were both like really good fights where he did really well. 
like he showcased his skills really well. Mm-hmm. But how long has he been out for? I think a year and a half since that last fight where he got dropped. Who did who was he fighting again? He, got he, he has no losses. Yeah, but he, he got, got dropped. dropped. But he got dropped. He got That's dropped. right. He was fighting some guy that shouldn't, right. have, been, had, that shouldn't have dropped him. Yeah, that shouldn't have dropped him. He got too comfortable. Yeah. But he's all right fighter. Yeah. Like, I think no, he fought like Canelo a real person. Al- Canelo also says that he's wasting his talent. Ta- yeah. You know, because he does got talent and plus with a little bit of hard work, he can be, a, he can be pretty good. He yeah. can be de- de- decent. He can make it up there. He's with uh, Oscar De La Hoya. No, but no. he trains with Canelo in his no. team. Well, he's he not, was He's trained. not part of Golden Boy. No, no more? No, Canelo's not part of Golden Boy. No, 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 no not no. Canelo. Ryan. Ryan, Ryan Garcia. Garcia. He's not part of uh, Golden Boy either. I don't think he's part of Golden Boy. No. That's where he was. That's where. Uh, he was probably there's where he was found at. But I don't think they're part of. I don't think Canelo Alvarez. Nor, no, Canelo uh, Alvarez for sure. No, that's where Ryan they Garcia had their, is part of Golden when Boy. When they had their anymore. dispute, he went to. To, what is it called? DVN division, like the, the, zone. the zone. The zone. Yeah, that's that's been a while out now. But yeah. I know he was uh, training with Canelo right prior to his injury, mm-hmm. and uh, Andy Ruiz, you know oh. the head, the prior the the heavyweight yeah. champion. He has his fight with with Joshua. Luke Campbell is who he fought his last fight. Ryan Garcia's last fight, oh. and that's who he got dropped by. Hey, but that was pretty impressive where he dropped him with the body shot. I think that was pretty impressive. That's it's hard to do that. Hit somebody right in the in the gut and drop him mm-hmm. for ten seconds. That must have been a hard hit. Speaking of fighting, I was watching uh, Rocky today. Have y'all seen Rocky? No, the original one. The first oh, one that the ever original came out. One. Yeah, yeah, where he's chasing the chicken. Yeah. No, he don't chase the chicken on that one. Which one is that? Rocky Two. Two. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure to, I've watched it. I'm gonna have to chase the chicken. It's just been so long that I don't remember. What some inspirational parts you want to talk to us about or? Nah, what like, inspired it's just you? a good movie. I just felt like watching it, it was on HBO. So that what shit was came a, out in like 1976 or four. What's What's a key highlight from that? What's a What's a yeah a good he scene was, from that movie that? Because you know how like the clips that people always show when he's running up the stairs. Yeah. Is that from part one? Well, yeah, some of it is, but it all the all the motivational ones that comes from like two and and on because there's six of them, five or six of them. Oh okay. But um yeah he was just a bum like amateur fighter. He's already like thirty, past his prime a little bit, and uh, Apollo he decides to like give a, a amateur a, a chance to fight him. So he was supposed to knock him out in like the third round and shit. He was like Creed in three, Creed in three, and then he takes him all the way to like fifteen rounds. And I mean Creed still wins, but he went fifteen rounds. He went fifteen rounds with this yeah. guy, and then fucking that starts Rocky. After that, like. That boy becomes a beast. Oh shit! <clears throat> but it's a very old school movie. Like it's yeah. shot on film, and like you can see the little crackles in the movie and shit's like super old school. Like you can't even, you can even tell when like shit's not focusing right or zoomed in because how old the cameras are and stuff. Yeah. It's cool to see, but that's just me f- from my perspective since I uh, I make videos and, and take photos and shit. Yeah. So. It's a cool movie to watch. It's an inspiration, basically, is what you're saying. Hmm. That's nice. 
Yeah, I, I just remember watching bits and pieces of that movie. I've never sat down and really paid attention. Well, when I was growing up, I watched a lot of movies. I watched like all the Rockies, all the, all the uh, old school, like The Godfather, all the mafia movies, Goodfellas. I watched all that shit. I think was it yesterday? Was it our last podcast that we were talking about mafia movies? And I was trying to describe which movie. It was Goodfellas. Is the movie that I'm talking about where he says, "Oh, you think I'm funny? Fun- How am I funny? Funny like a clown? Yeah. Do I amuse you?" Joe Pesci. Yeah, Joe Pesci. Yeah, man, that is like one of my favorite movies too. That like, as far as like you know, prior to two thousand movies was that, The Outsiders. I loved watching The Outsiders as a kid. You know, The Outsiders. Who's in it? Um, what's the guy that 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 has that's into that um, that cult that they worship Scientology? There's a lot of them. Well, the most famous one, Mission Impossible guy. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. He was in it. Um, it's a mob movie. The Outsiders. Yeah. Huh? Not the alien movie. No, it's a The Outsiders is a movie about street gangs like the Greasers and the and the I've Socials. I think is what movie. it's called. The Outsiders is a must see movie, y'all. So it's just that's all it is. It's about social, it's like social status. Like you know, you've got the the Greasers who are poor. You know, lower middle class, and then you got the socials, the ones that are the rich kids that go to the nice high school and drive the nice cars, and uh, so they're basically going to war. Yeah, they're street, they're just street gangs, and then yeah, they're 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 like fighting each other, and man, I've never seen this movie. Man, but it has a lot of uh, it's on HBO. Yeah, famous characters. Yeah, yeah. There's it's not just Tom Cruise. There's a few more like uh, the Karate Kid is on that movie. <coughs> Yeah. Yeah. Karate Kid is on that movie. Uh who else can I think of that was on that movie that y'all remember? Um That's crazy, bro. Who's the who's that other famous actor? Uh, he comes out on a handful of mo- recent movies. I know who you're talking about. He uh Daniel got some The skinny 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 long face. Yeah, he got his hair pulled back, pushed back. Yeah. Matt Matt Dillon. Oh look, Rob Rob Lowe is on there too. Yeah, yeah. See, it was a lot of famous guys. Patrick Swayze. Mm Mhm. But all right, so get this. So the guy that directed that movie, his sibling is Adrian from Rocky. And then Adrian is the the girl. Oh. He's like yo, Adrian. Yeah. And um, she is related to Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage is her nephew. So it's like all these fucking movie oh, people wow. are related We're somewhere. Related, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, they all help each other out. And, oh, I'll give this person this movie script. As speaking of that type of of deal, the Jason movie, yeah, Jace the Jason movie, um, on Netflix series they have this how it was made series, mm-hmm. right? Your favorite movies, how they were made, or how you know the history of them, mm-hmm. and they talk about the Jason movie that, um. That I guess prior to Jason movie, there was a there was a couple of horror films were really popular, but it was specifically grotesque 
horror films. Like the shit that you like. Yeah, the shit that I like, like the Saw shit. That's, that's yeah, I favorite. love that shit too. I ain't gonna lie. I don't like that. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Damn, you don't like yeah. that. Shit. Josie likes watching devils fucking rip people in half and shit and rip, rip their fucking. Tongues out that shit's shit. lit. I'm rooting for uh, Chainsaw Massacre every time you chasing after somebody. <laughs> get that beat. Don't so, let her get away. Yeah. So, That's next week's food. So um, all of those movies were coming out, and these this producer was like, "How can we make a scary movie that doesn't need all of that?" And that's where they came up with this Jason and like the 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 way they were shooting the angles and capturing the scenes like it didn't it was more like of frights like you know when jason like when they switch in the camera angle and then they go back and it's like he's right there and you yeah, get yeah. you just get frightened yeah like that's what they used right it wasn't really bloody it was a thriller it was a thriller yeah, and suspense. um but yeah so they ended up hiring the producer's daughter i think to be the the girl the the um yeah so i mean you know, that's all around Hollywood that I think people help each other out all the time. You got to know somebody. Yeah. Yeah, or probably they grow up seeing that type of environment and then they grow some type of love for it. I mean, that's how yeah. it is with a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So with this shit, bro. And yeah, that, that's crazy. That's like the... I don't know if it's the same one, but I've been getting like four or five of these uh alerts amber alerts yeah yeah i've been getting a lot of them within the past two Today, three days you yeah, know a lot. you get closer to the to, to christmas season and i think people start getting people crazy. yeah people start getting fucking yeah, crazy they think about motherfuckers kids. think about these holidays and like shit goes through their head like well, I'm, I'm talking about people that are like divorced yeah and and you know, one parent doesn't let this the, the, their spouse see the kids, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's closer, it's getting closer to Christmas, and shit's going through their head. And you think that's what it is? Yeah, I mean, it's so you're basically saying it's a basically a divorced couple, and the other opposite couple comes and takes the kids. Is yeah, what you're saying. Oh, it could. I think. I think. What do you think? What do you think? I'm thinking it's just like you know somebody out there crazy. Mm. And, you know, people are coming out. It's, and it's like the saying goes, like, a majority of the time that a person is killed, it's someone that... It's close is close is No, not close, but that knows you in a way. Yeah. It's the same thing with, with these, 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 like, abductions. It's somebody that, that knows you or, you know what I mean? That's crazy. I mean, they, don't get me wrong. There is a handful. There's always random killings and stuff like that or like random abductions but most of the time it's someone that knows them uh i turn my shit off (laughs) i don't get get no amber alerts no emergency (laughs) fucking tornadoes gonna kill me i'm gonna fucking die (laughs) (laughs) fucking i'm gonna be calling you daniel where, where, where up north where the fuck you at what do you mean this bitch is a tornado coming. Are this, are this like a prisoner loose and shit? <laughs> a prisoner nah, loose. On the spring side of, of, of uh, Houston. Of Houston. Shit. Nah. I'm just outside walking Kylo. <laughs> Finna get murdered. I'm sure your dog would be able to defend you. No, no, not really. Yeah, Kylo's a big ass. Kylo's, uh, what type of breed is he? I forget. Corgi. A Corgi. He's gonna bite the motherfucker's, uh, <laughs> the fucker's leg. I think Kylo would if it's, 
No, I mean, he looks like a good dog. I mean, I doubt. think he would. He's like, all, the most he does is bark. He's all bark, yeah. All bark. Uh, okay. Boy's scary. Yeah. He's an alarm, basically. He's an alarm. Whatchamacallit. Uh, we were, he was, like, taking a shit in the grass, and, like, I guess it was a long piece of grass, and it, like, hit him wrong, and that nigga <laughs> just, like, jumped up <laughs> in the middle of his poop and shit. <laughs> 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 he was scared. Yeah, he asked him, bro, but he'll, yeah. he'll be... Scared. Nah, of. he don't act tough. He's friendly. Yeah. Soon as somebody comes walking in. Yeah, like he'll bark when y'all knock at the door, but yeah, then he'll jump on you and try to play with you. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's nice. Must, must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's alright. He's alright. So y'all didn't watch no kind of movies growing up that y- that y'all blood have blood like. Out. Blood in, blood out. Never, American I Me. Pieces of that. You're not American Mexican, me. bro. We I just, seen American Me. We just determined that right now. Bro, I broke my wrist in Mexico, bro. That don't mean you're Mexican. That means you got hurt in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, y'all want to talk about Mexican remedies? Uh, I do the fucking egg shit where they wipe it, uh, yeah. rub it all around you. I drink onion juice when mm. you got a flu and shit. Ooh. Uh, I didn't know about the onion juice. Yeah. I usually like for coughs though. It's like the honey lemon remedy, right? Yeah. You warm it up. That, I that. That. You warm up that onion juice, boy. Then you get like a spoonful of it and you just drink it. Really? That shit helps your okay your sickness. Yeah, I hadn't heard of that. Yeah, one. I've heard about the the honey. honey. Yeah, honey and lemon. Yeah. I do that on a regular basis, even if I'm not sick. You just like to drink it? Yeah, I drink it. What about okay. a p- cutting a pinto bean in half and putting that on the side of your head when you have like a head? Oh, no, I didn't know that either. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no that's not that. Mexican. So, so, going back, going back, going so back. My, my Mexican grandma does it that was born in Mexico, but she ain't Mexican. So, <laughs> you know, she's not Mexican. <laughs> so, going back to the, to the, to the uh, honey with lemon. That's like, common, bro. That's, not that's common, but he likes to drink it often. Yeah, I drink that shit often. That's why he probably don't get sick a lot. Oh, okay. nah, I don't. So you like the consistency? <laughs> what? What do you say? <laughs> you okay, bro? He's just thinking of it in a gateway. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> say it first and then laugh, please. Don't, don't laugh it while so you're saying funny. it. It's so funny when I'm thinking about it. I'm saying the consistency might come in your mouth. Okay, Josie. Oh, it wasn't shit. that funny, please. It was funny to me, right? <laughs> I think that was it sounded guys. better in your head, huh? <laughs> I guess it did. <sighs> you should have said it first and then left, and we probably would have laughed oh, with man. you. <laughs> it was not, nah, but yeah, I, I drink that on. Or oh, <clears throat> I just drink like l- hot lemon water. You know, I think the last time. When did they stop prescribing promethazine? That shit's been a know. while. Yeah, I think the I last think like time... 2000, I would say 2010. No yeah, later some, after no, 2010. No, I agree with you because the last time I got it, you know, the last time I got it when I was like 13, 13 years old, and I was like, I was like, oh shit. That's promethazine. I popped it open. I said, it's promethazine. Ugh. And I fucking showed it to my brother. Told you like, phone, man, he's like, hey, I'm going to let you know right now. You can sell this shit for $800 right now. And they were giving them hoes out with them big bottles. And uh, mine was like uh, a quart. Yeah. It was like a quart that they had given me. Um, and whenever I went to the doctor's office, 
He looked at me. He said, where do you work? I said, I work, uh, I work at Shell. So I was 16 at the time. You're right. 2010. Yeah, that 2010. It was, it was 2010 because I told him, oh, I'm working at Shell. And he was like, all right, I'm going to write you this prescription. Like almost as if he was Racist. like, he was like, are you a fucking, are you trying to get free drugs? You know, yeah. you're trying to get promethazine, what, what? And I told him, yeah, I'm working at Shell. And he was like, all right, I'm going to write you this prescription for your... Bro, that shit used to be an over-a-counter drug, bro. Like, every household had that shit. Yeah, I didn't even know, bro. My mom used to keep all the medicines, like, on a window in, in the kitchen, bro. And I remember, I remember pulling out a whole pint of that shit. My mom had a big old, that brown bottle. It yeah, was like with yeah. the white top. She yep. had one of those. That's what, yeah. And it said promethazine. It was codeine and promethazine. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time I found that I was allergic to that shit. Boy, oh, you were allergic to it? I, I oh, poured that shit in. I poured a whole f- four in the Sprite. Double cup and everything. Oh, you trying to be cool. <laughs> I trying to be Double cup and everything. That's on that, uh, that... Please, double. I forgot what, what the Big Mo song. I forgot what it's called. But either, anyways, yeah, that's how I found out. Mm. For the whole four in the Sprite, I sipped about halfway of the cup. Halfway of the cup started breaking out in hives. Oh, shit. Now like, I can't drink this shit. Yeah. I was mad. There was a whole pint in my, in my, in my house and I couldn't do nothing with it. <laughs> I wanted to consume that shit so bad. Crazy. I've done it. I... I uh, drank some one time. I was like 15, maybe. And that shit makes you fucking... It makes you like... like, Yeah. Like a hazy, chill high. Mm -hmm. But what'd you think about it overall? It makes you feel like worse than weed. It makes you feel like slower than weed makes you feel. And I don't like that. Oh, okay. Like your motor skills and like your your thinking. Your train of thought. Your... um, I don't know. Everything just feels like... Like, you feel sloppy. I don't like that. With weed, you feel, like, tingly. And yeah, like, once that shit started going away, once they, it was starting to be hard to get, they started drinking on Robitussin. I would see some, some of my friends drink on Robitussin. For real? In school. Well, not my friends, just people that I knew in school. Drink on, yeah, Robitussin. Excuse me. It was that red shit. Yeah. I'm like, no. <laughs> I never did that shit. After, after I did that, I, I, no other medicine ever. When's the first time you did drugs? Bro, you ain't gonna believe me. <clears throat> I was eight years old. I, I smoked weed. With your uncle? Or? Nah, it was with a friend. It, it, Older? Yeah. He was in a gang. I remember he was in a gang. <laughs> gang, gang. He was like, hey, y'all follow me, guys. It was like three of us. It was like eight a year olds. Yeah, nah, it was like a... He was a ringleader of eight-year-olds. <laughs> I was like, I was an eight-year-old. I can tell you every... Them two other kids were older than me, and that guy that gave us the weed was older than us. And he was like, uh-huh. hey, come with us. So first, he started tagging on the wall. It was in a little bayou. Uh-huh. He started tagging on the wall. He, st- he put his little description of whatever gang he was in. Yeah. Emphasize that. Gang. And, uh, yeah, and then next you know, he pulled out a can, poked some holes in it, and put the oh, weed in it. I don't know what the fuck to feel. I was eight years old. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this? He's like, just smoke it. And you were like, how the fuck do I smoke? He's like, just put the light into it. I did that shit. Damn. I felt like a thug ever, ever since. Savage. He was a grown man, or he, he was, was like a high schooler? Nah, he was like a, not even high schooler, he was like a middle school. 
Oh, yeah, like middle school. And I was in a elementary. I remember I was like in the first grade, second grade. Shit. And he was like probably like in the sixth. He was like in the sixth grade, and the other kid, the other two kids were probably like fourth, fifth, around that area. They were his his cousins, and I was cool with his cousins. Okay. Damn. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, bad influence. <laughs> At its finest. Yeah. Yeah, that's the first time. I remember I had a friend in in middle school. He, you know how you know how uh, they mow the grass and it's like that bunch. Sometimes you get those Damn. little bunches of of grass, like plucked plots of grass. Uh, he put it in a baggie and sold it to some kids. And Damn. the next day he was like, "Hey, how was it?" He's like, "Oh, it was good. It was good." <laughs> he fucking got sold literal grass. Damn, that boy was smoking on grass. Man, I remember when I first did it, it was like some terrible, terrible, terrible weed. That shit tasted, it was disgusting. Probably super old. It was like, because it was before like, you knew where to get good weed. It was like, the trash is weed. What, what was the difference? It was, you had dro, and then the regular Reggie, weed. You was had called Reggie, Reggie. Reggie. Or Bobby Brown was a, <laughs> at one point they had Bobby Brown. Right, what the fuck? <laughs> So no, cause, no, it's Bobby Brown, and then it was Reggie, and then it was Dro. I when I about, when I was coming up, when I was yeah. in middle school, when I, didn't I was know about like, Bobby Brown. Yeah, and that shit was literally brown, and I seen that shit. Yeah, that shit's brown. That's what I was smoking. Wow, on. that's how garbage that we used to be. Yeah, we used, I used to do with my homeboy Carlos back in like eighth grade. But I'm not gonna lie, that shit had me feeling. That shit would have me feeling drowsy. I smoked that Bobby Brown shit. That shit had any feeling. No good. I know that shit was fucking mixed with something else. With some gas or something. Something bad. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Yeah, that shit was. Horrid. Is a word. So y'all like that shit? I like this fucking Weller. Yeah, we like it. It's good. It got some nice taste to it. It does. Now that I tasted it again, this is some good shit. I'm taking another sip. I'll let you know. That boy Josie down in that. You gonna be? He's a. He was mixing earlier. We were the ones drinking this straight. Oh, you were over here earlier. <clears throat> no, no. He's talking about just right now when I came upstairs. Oh. I had uh, had it mixed with. A little bit of Coke Zero. Yeah, man. Um, shit, what else? Uh, yeah, what else can we go over? You never explained what happened at work, bro. Oh, all right. So y'all want to switch, kind of switch. We we switch gears and talk yeah, about. Yeah, you were saying you're going to talk about this yeah, in the last pass. Yeah, corporate. Just corporate work life. It's, uh, I've been, I've been working in a corporate workplace since 2010 so for 11 years ever since i was 16 years old um working for show i was a kid i was working part-time that was it was a pretty good experience because it just gave you you know mannerism like you know how to act in front of people in a professional manner um you know how to speak to people and when they greet you and stuff like that um 
I worked there for a year in the mail room and um, I remember I got to do a project with the CFO of that division of Shell and it was like us trying to save costs for shipping because she was like I noticed that we're, we're spending a lot of money on international shipping because they always did deals like in Argentina and Chile because they sold it was like catalyst which are like these very small beads mm -hmm. that go into any type of liquid product and it like those catalysts like activate like it's able to change the 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 chemical like the chemical react it's, it, it does like a chemical reaction in the product and they're able to do whatever they need to do with the product and um yeah i worked there uh for a year it was pretty good and then I got my next gig. My mom helped me secure the job. It was, uh, again, working something some similar to accounting. Did that for five years, working for a small biodiesel company. And now here I am, five years now, coming up in January, working for a tank storage company. And... Uh, Let's see, this company has gone through one, two, two sales. Like, so the company has been sold twice. Within the second year that I was there, we got sold off. And um, that, that, the, the fir that first sale was like smooth. Like you couldn't even, nothing changed. Like with like the corporate work, the workplace, the, the structure, like, you know, how who reported who, nothing changed. Like we just invest just a change of investors that was the first sell the second sell we got bought out by a big bank company uh jp morgan and um we were just all being told like yeah stuff is gonna change now that we're owned by like a major company like a because the, the first one was private investors like i don't know i guess really rich people that could afford a yeah, company private equity private equity now the second one was JP Morgan publicly owned so like like things were going to change. Nothing changed for a year um a year and a half I would say and same comp same invest JP Morgan owned us and we ended up merging with another company some that that does the same business as ours their tank tank storage company. When we merged everything was good, you know what I'm saying? Like we were all we, we, I did, I had my same duties that I did every month and everything was good, but I think it was the change in leadership is what caused, um, the, 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 like the work environment to change. Our CFO stepped down for retirement. He was already well into his like late sixties, early seventies. And this new CFO took over like very, I mean, a pretty young guy, dude's like 37, 38. And immediately i noticed that my boss wasn't very um like approachable like he used to be a very like he still was he still is but like that one-on-one -on -one connection wasn't there anymore like he used to check in on me like hey what's up Jose? how are you you know are you good you know how was your weekend you know what's going on with you now it's become more like of a like big company workplace, like where if you're upper management, 
you, you rarely talk to the workforce, the people mm-hmm. that work in the small offices. So like he hardly communicates with me if um, he has something that I need to be done, that I needs to be done that involves me. He'll send it directly to uh, my manager and then she'll tell me. And it never used to be like that. It was more of a, he would reach out to me directly. Hey, Jose, can you do this? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll do it. And then I'll let him know when it was done. But yeah. now it's like a chain of command. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's one thing I kind of don't like because we work, the, the size of our team hasn't changed. It's just the, the, the workplace that has changed. So like, I, I kind of don't understand why there needs to be a work. I guess maybe they're getting, he's just trying to get it prepared for when we do grow, like to have that chain of command to work out like that. Yeah. And that that's probably, that may be it. And it's just me needing to get used to it, you know, because I was so used to that small, cause that small company type vibe where he would just reach out to me directly for anything. Yeah. And now it's different. Now it's, <laughs> so basically, I mean, you got to see the brighter side of that. You got to see that there's a possibility of you moving up mm-hmm. instead of, you know, now you don't have to feel bad if you take your boss's <laughs> position because you're building a bond with him, supposedly. Yeah. Um, but now there's going to be somebody, and you might be able to get that chance going up on a ladder. That's true. Yeah, I could see it that way. I mean, it's just, you know, it's it's all happening so fast, and it just I kind of wasn't given any notice that it was going to happen. Like, um, originally I was reporting directly to him, so that's what I meant, like, where we had that one-on-one connection, like, where he would ask me for stuff, and I would give it to him, and uh, within the past couple of weeks... So you're mad because he don't talk to you no more. Well, <laughs> well, because now I'm not reporting directly to him. I'm, like, I just, I feel like I got taken down a step lower in the in the hierarchy. Like, now I'm reporting to someone I was originally equal with. Equal to, equal with. I get you, I get you now. So... And I mean, we worked alongside, like, and she knows, like, she bounces ideas off of me, like, whenever we're talking about financial stuff, like, she's like, hey, Jose, you know, I'm going through this, what do you think, like, that. and I, I help her with these issues, problems that, that come up, and... So, basically, is what you're saying, uh, you're basically setting her up to, uh, so it's a, to clarify, it's a, it's a girl that, or a female that's, you feel like you have to answer to now. It's not about the 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 gender. For no, me. no, that's what I'm saying. It's because I thought it was a guy at first, but you're saying it's a. Well, it was. It, my I reported directly to my boss, who was a vice president, and now I report to a controller. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, it just it just what it took me by surprise that I wasn't given notice that it was going to happen. Okay. And, um, you know, I've worked there for five years. We've all been working as the same team. The team has not changed. So it's like, I don't understand why he would feel the need to have me report under her when I've been able to do my job successfully for the past five years. Like, I've been in charge of the mergers, like, um, all of the revenue. Like, I've been in charge of determining, you know, what percentage goes to the company that sold us off at a certain date. And... When you're doing when you're doing those sales and acquisitions, like when you're being sold off and when someone's acquiring us, both sides are looking to get the 
you know, they're looking to have the transition go smoothly, right? And there's a set deadline for when they want that to happen. And it's it was on me to finish the revenue and present the, the, the reports, like the data to both sides and say, like, this is how much you're going to get in revenue and this is how much you're going to get revenue as of the cutoff date. And if that wasn't done correctly, if there was issues with the reporting, like that would delay the the closing and like then the, the you know the the investors you know shit just hits the fan and, and it becomes a big issue but both times that that happened it was done seamlessly by me like i did the reporting and everything was good so like why now put me down the hierarchy after what i've done for the company like that's how i see it too gotcha so I've done a lot for the company. Fuck and it, bro, just quit. <laughs> can't just quit like that, man. But <clears throat> nah, I, I, feel, I feel your frustration, bro. Like you basically feel played in a way. Mm-hmm. To put it in a shorter, uh, yep. shorter word, you feel played. Yeah. I feel like it's not about you. I feel like maybe your boss, man, had to change the way he did shit because of his. The new CFO? His position. Yeah. And with the new management above him. So I think it had to do with more about... How I mentioned in the beginning, how just in case we... Like, as we're growing, it does need to be more formal chain of command. Not me off to the side report directly to him, but a controller. I'm like alongside a controller. Yeah, I I understand that part. Yeah. Yeah. Or, Or maybe he just needed to operate differently. Maybe it's not as personal as you think. Yeah. But it's still yeah. fucked up, but... You know what else is fucked up? Mm-hmm. Boy, Caesar be lying his ass off. <laughs> that shit's, like, fucking frustrating. Like, why? You telling me, bro? Why? What's the point? Good thing, yeah, I mean, it's a good thing Daniel said, don't worry about him or just don't text. I mean, it's I crazy. wish you would have brought them tacos. I would have ate them hoes up. 30 oh, minutes. Fine. I wasn't going to bring it that. Oh, okay. We can still get three bucks right across the street. It's a taco sign across my, from oh, my neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love but anyways. Let me put Caesar, bro. I'm not going to talk about Caesar unless he's here to defend himself. So. Yeah. He's Bro, we're never going to see him ever. Well, we're going to give him a chance before uh, yes. a deep dive into his ass cheeks. So, again, <laughs> do a somersault in that shit. Yeah, yeah, nah, it's crazy though. But it's all good. I'm glad you were able to do one with us. It's yeah. cool. I got, I got. There's a lot of shit I gotta get off my chest. There's a lot of shit that we could talk about, but we go blank. We draw blanks when we're on this shit. I, I mean, you said you have a lot to get off your chest. I mean, what, what do you think? Nah, we can save this for three, four, and five. And six. Okay. <laughs> All right. Nah, that's cool though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's pretty. I wasn't. I'm glad I was able to do this. Yeah, I mean, uh, I say I don't think we're gonna get together till after Christmas. So, I'd say. Uh, I thought you said we're having a dinner or somebody. Said oh yeah, dinner, a dinner Thursday. Yeah. Oh yeah. We can do it that. We, we could come we after get, after yeah, dinner. Maybe we can do something. Is like Caesar that. invited to that? I think that's why Norma wanted the number. Jeanette's number, and Caesar uh, refused to. I don't. He didn't tell me personally. I refused. Like I don't want to give you my wife's number or like whatever. He I, just. He just. 
He just stalled. He stalled. He's you know what he the usual thing he says the surprising customer in China reach is no longer available. That's what he texted me after I said, "Hey, here's my wife's number. Tell Jeanette to text her." And he said, "This Verizon customer you're trying to reach is no longer." God damn, Caesar, if you're hearing this, fuck you. You fucked up. <laughs> no tacos de tripa for you, baton. That's right. Instead, you're gonna get into your tripas. We're gonna bury deep in them. All right. So expect the next episode Thursday night, Thursday possibly, night. if we don't go out somewhere. But uh. You think Unless, they, you think they'll have anything open? Yeah, I think they will. Yeah, tonight. Yeah, I mean Daniel mentioned there's there's places. No, to, we're talking about Thursday. Oh yeah, we have reservations already for a restaurant. Or, or or some outdoor place. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. Damn, bro. But that's crazy. Like, what's Caesar? I guess we gotta pull him by his ear and just force him over here. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who it is or what's going on. I legit thought he was coming. Yeah, he made it seem like it. That's some fools for believing that shit. <laughs> Daniel already knew. He was like, I see straight through that shit. He knows I see straight through him. That's why. All right, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel's like, I'm not trying to get mad right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think that's it, boys. All right, this is Jose. Daniel. And that boy Vic with two C's. All right, y'all. Had a good time. This was episode two of Who's Hosting? Who's Hosting, baby? <laughs> <laughs>